Hello, everyone, and welcome to yet another episode of Taste of Dragons, the podcast, the video game podcast everybody listens to. Everybody. Everybody. Everyone everybody. I know. I don't know anyone. Including Ed Boone. Ed Boone? Ed, wow. Yeah. <laughs> you heard it. You heard it. I said it. You heard it here first? Yeah. I don't know. It, like, the website says that United States. That could be anyone. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what Ed Boone's listening to. Yeah. I do know it's listening to us. Obviously. Thanks, Ed Boone. This one's for you. That's right. Toasty. Right for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, uh, my name is Brian. I'm Lewis. My name's Troy Davidson. Every time. <laughs> I like my name. <laughs> I'm Zach. And I'm Caitlin. Only one of us has a last name. Yeah. <laughs> the rest of us are like Madonna or Beyonce. Yeah. Or I'm an orphan and I don't have a last name. Uh, that's okay. Your last name is uh, Snow. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly go. what I was going to go to. Actually, no, he looks more like a sand. He does. Oh. I'm okay with that. All right, Louis yeah. Sand. Yeah. That sounds so much oh, that's, worse. That's that sounds terrible. terrible. That's your name now. So <laughs> That's the name now. We're just going to start calling you Sand. We'll shorten it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm cool with that. <laughs> All right, well, uh, let's start off with uh, the games we've been playing this week slash games we want to... The one game we want to... The like, one. The game of the week. The game for of us. the week for us. <laughs> Lots yeah. of weeks. Of weeks, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, let's start with you, Zach. Oh, me? Yeah, yeah. you first. Doing wow. it. Yeah. Mm. Unprecedented. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I finally beat Sekiro. I, uh, I, had, yeah. I, had a, I had a scary moment because I was at the final boss before we had left for two weeks, and then when I got back on, I was like, oh, no. Yeah, you yeah. went to Japan... Right towards like the last like chapter or so yeah. of one of the hardest games of the year, where you need to like learn the language of the combat to just get through. Mm-hmm. Yeah, did you retain any of that language? Uh, I, apparently it was buried somewhere because at first I was like, <laughs> "Oh no!" And then I realized I should grind some like EXP real quick anyway to get some skills to just to go in for the last hurrah. And mm. then I went in and I was like, "Okay, I remember how to do this." Okay. So, it's like riding it was, a bike. It, it, it still took me, I don't know, like 15 tries or something like that, which was a lot at this point because I was breezing through. Oh, I got yeah, into yeah. a rhythm. I was just, I was like not dying and it was feeling pretty good. And like mm-hmm. I mastered this. Woo. So, but, what, since you're at the end of this game, is it fun now that it's easier for you? Because don't you like these games because they're hard? Uh, I don't know that it, well, the, it's not just the hard, it's mastering it. Okay. In which uh, that, I think this is the one game that's different than all the other games that they've made for me is that it's the first game that I feel like I have a level of mastery over. Uh, if I was to go back and play Dark Souls today, I feel like I would still die constantly. Mm-hmm. Whereas this one, I immediately jumped into a second playthrough after I beat it, and I'm like three quarters through the game already. Uh, I died maybe a few times to a couple bosses just because I was being stupid, but... I feel like I have total control over everything that's happening at this game now, so it's pretty cool. Nice. So you're saying that you died twice? Uh, a, a little, m- maybe more than twice. Okay. But. <laughs> uh, Just a little. So uh, how close? Because there's that opening boss, right? Yeah. How close did you get to beating him? The first time, yeah, or the, just, the second time. Your second. Oh, the second time I beat him. Oh, you actually yeah. did. Yeah, because Wait, uh, what happens? So, and when you first play the game, there's a boss at the very beginning that you can beat. But seeing as you don't really speak the game's language yet, he's meant to beat you. That's okay. how you lose your arm. 
uh, spoilers, uh, he you fight him a couple more times in the game. Yeah. So I have such a mastery over him that when I went to start the new game, I just beat the hell out of him. It was so gratifying. It, yeah. He's a Wait, joke. So, so then do you not lose your arm? Yeah, spoilers. Oh, yeah, you get arm? an alternate cutscene. A random uh, boomerang or something comes flying out of the sky, <laughs> and you, you go to deflect it, and then while you deflect it, he cuts your arm off. Wow. Yeah, he cheap shots you. So yeah. yeah. Uh, I, was, I was really hoping that yeah. would just be another ending where it's just like, hey, congrats. You have your arm. You have your arm. <laughs> yeah. You know, you, you save you no. save the, the emperor. Good mm-hmm. job. Okay. <laughs> That's like that other thing you told me when you met the merchant in your second playthrough. Oh, uh, yeah. And he was going to give you that item. I don't remember what you're talking about. Oh, uh, yeah? Yeah, I have no idea what you're talking the about. The guy was going to give you an item and then uh, you are. Oh, yeah, because uh, he, he normally tips you off about the flame vent. And then I was like, cool, I'll buy the information. He's like, yeah, there's a cool flame vent. And I'm like, I already have that. And he's like, oh, crap. And then he gave me like a jar of oil or something like that <laughs> as recompense. <laughs> What's a flame vent? Uh, it's one of the prosthetics you can have. Uh, so he has tools that he can attach to his arm. And uh-huh. one of them is like literally a vent that shoots out like flame. It's like a oh. flamethrower. Oh. oh, great. Yeah. Pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's exactly what it says it is. <laughs> it's a flame vent. It's a vent for flames. Yeah. That's on your arm. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I, I didn't mean to go long on that because I've talked about it before. Uh, but as far as new games, I started playing Katana Zero last week on Switch, and it's pretty rad. It's uh, an indie game. It's very, uh, very stylish uh, indie game. It's like a synth wave, like retro 80s vibe, but yet you're a samurai. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't really know why he's a samurai, but it's actually way more story heavy than I thought. I almost get the feeling that he's like, mildly insane or something like that because everyone else around him is like pretty standard what you would expect like in the 80s nightclubs or something like that and meanwhile you're just a samurai going through and trying to kill assassinate someone there well what do you do in the game so uh they don't really tell you what's going on you just get given these dossiers where it'll be like go kill this person burn this file whenever you're done reading it and then you go in immediately into a mission where you'll go into a building and you have the power to uh slow down time uh, which allows you to deflect bullets back at people, uh, like get the jump on people and whatnot, and basically survive impossible scenarios. And ha- what what has actually happened in the, the narrative of the game is when he walks into a room, he looks around, he goes, okay, how am I going to do this? So when you're actually playing it, you're playing out like what his foresight's telling him he should do. And then once you do it successfully, he'll be like, yeah, that'll work. And then you'll see it actually play out like a VHS tape. And then you finish the level like that. I love that premise. <laughs> the idea that that like, you're playing his thoughts. So if you die, it's just him being like, no, that won't work. Let's mm-hmm. try this again. Yeah. Like, like that's fictionally. That's a, it's, a, it's a good, it's a good way to get around that like mechanic of just like, oh yeah, this guy just has unlimited lives for no reason. Yeah. It's like, oh no, right. no, this is just, which we just accept as yeah, gamers. Like, oh, you <laughs> die, you start over. No big a deal. A million no. times. <laughs> but that's, that's a cool way to, to get around that. And if he's like, if he does have like problems, like popping pills or whatever he does, it could be mm-hmm. really cool if, his thoughts start betraying him. <laughs> That'd be. <laughs> oh yeah. Especially if like later on, he's like, all right, that'll work. And then like in the middle of it, he messes up and he goes, Oh, and then you have to play. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's surprisingly story dense. I figured it was just going to be like a, like a puzzle action game almost, but the missions are relatively short. And after every mission, there's a lot of you walking around, like going back to his apartment and, there's like weird stuff going on. And then he has a therapist that he has to visit before every mission. It's like, Oh, what's, you know, what's going on? Have you been having nightmares again and stuff like that? And I'm like, getting as, real. As and there's, a there's of fact, dialogue trees. Yeah. There's, you can choose to like, just like skip conversations, but like there'll be like a red meter. And if mm-hmm. you, you respond before that red meter 
goes past, he'll like basically be like, oh, I don't care about this. I just, you just want to move on and people will get annoyed with you. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you wait, you'll get like three dialogue options. And there was one mission in particular where this annoying lady just kept talking to me and I chose to be nice to her. And then she ended up helping me at the end of a mission because I was being nice to her. And I, cause I walked mm-hmm. out at the end of mission covered in blood and the guy's like, you're the guy you must be killing everybody. And I was like, nah, I'm in cosplayer right now, dude. And she's like, yeah, he told me he's a cosplayer from this thing. And he's like, so he's cool. So I just like walked out and I didn't have to fight this guy. So I had the inverse <laughs> when I tried it uh, earlier from, from you when I borrowed yours. Um, and I was mean to that lady. Not mean. I was just like, I have no time for you. Just let me through. I don't care what you have to say. I was just like really angry and blew past her. When I came back to the same scenario where she's there and she helped you Instead, she was like, there he is. <laughs> Get him. And then there was more people to come and kill me. That's funny. It'd be really funny if like the last boss is kind of like, um, what is it? Uh, Sherlock 2, the, the second movie where you, uh, with Moriarty, where at the end he's like, mm-hmm. you know, he's going oh, through yeah. his mind like, oh, I'm going to do this, do this, do this. And then Moriarty's like, surely now. You don't think you're the only one that can play this game, and then Moriarty also interjects just, with his with what he's thinking. Uh, so like, oh, like if they're I'll, like I'll the last boss, like yeah, the last boss is like, nah, it's not gonna work. So I'm gonna do this now. Oh, you're gonna do that? No, nah, I'm gonna do this now. Like that'd be kind of cool. The battle but, of the minds. Yeah. I mean, that's what they say. Samurai is, is very. A lot of it is very mental. Mm. Yeah, uh, I mean, it fits. That's how Sekiro was. I guess basically. Some wow. Of those guys. <laughs> It's like you never stop playing Sekiro. None none of us do. None of us do. You never never leave. (laughs) Sekiro is life. life. All right. Well, uh, how much? That's Katana Zero? Katana Katana Zero. 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 Switch only, I believe. Switch only on the Switch? I believe so, It's an indie. It's an indie. So how about you, Lewis or Mr. Sand? Lewis Sand. So games I've played this week. I played um, Hyperlight Drifter on the Switch. Nice. Uh, which is a game that came out for the PC um, for Forever a second. Uh, yeah, like a couple years ago. Yeah. And then I just picked it up for pretty cheap on the Switch. Um, but then the game I want to talk about is the newest game of the week, um, uh, Days Gone. Ooh. I've been waiting for this game for... Like a year, yeah. I'm gonna say a year for days, for <laughs> days, <laughs> um, an amount of days. Yeah. I have listened um, to you want this game. Yeah, and uh, it's because uh, I mean, and a lot of people didn't want it. Like I know some of you guys were kind of turned off a little bit at the beginning. Correct. Um, when I saw the trailer, I was like, oh yeah, I want that 100, no doubt in my mind. No matter how ridiculous that ocean of zombies. That's what I say. I want that. I want that zombie water. <laughs> I was just like, oh, open world zombies. Yes, please. Every day. Um, and now I've been playing it. Uh, I started playing last night, and I played for a few hours today as well. It's it's fun. Um, just some of the mechanics seem a bit weird. Like I think the weirdest thing for me, and you and I talked about it, Troy, mm-hmm. is um, the for, the, um, for those that don't know, um, Days Gone is an open-world zombie game where you explore the world on a motorcycle. Um, yeah. Open-world <laughs> zombie biker. Biker. Yeah. And, and Third-person. Third-person. And and survival it, game. Yeah, and you explore it on motorcycle because you used to be in a motorcycle gang, correct? Yeah, yeah you used to be in a biker gang, and you're still wearing the vest at this point. Um, it's just you and like your best friend who are both um, a part of this old gang that doesn't exist anymore, obviously. But um, the mechanics for riding the motorcycle are absolutely terrible. <laughs> it is like really hard to maneuver the motorcycle without crashing into something and everything. The game starts like the first time you get to play, you're riding your motorcycle. 
and the guy you're following is like just like weaving in and out and like just making turns and I'm over here just like wobbling I'm like how do they expect me to follow him he goes like over hills and I'm like nope nope and then I fell over I'm like well obviously that was gonna happen and he keeps driving I'm like cool I'll catch up Yep, that's cool. Let what me you just... don't know is that your character was like that even before the apocalypse. <laughs> he's, just, yeah. he's just the worst, like, writer ever. Um, but besides those terrible mechanics, the game's pretty fun. Um, it's whenever you kill any zombies, uh, they have, like, very specific um, little sequences of when you're stabbing them and when you're shooting them and when you're fighting people. Um, and when you shoot them with, like, I've been shooting with a shotgun, like pieces, like chunks of them come off, um, which is pretty oh, damn cool. Then you sell those pieces for <laughs> money and trust later. Yeah, like ears, <laughs> like you pick up ears from the zombies you kill as and you use it as currency. That's weird. <laughs> I thought you were just messing around, nope. Troy. Oh. Then you started like, oh, nope, oh, that's no. real. Oh, that's real. Nope. That's real. Oh, I so you, thought you were making like a Moonlighter joke or something. Yeah. <laughs> you collect ears. You collect nice. ears. And in in the future, your currency is not just money, but it's also trust. So it's actual like a monetized number. That the more that you barter with a like bandit, uh, like a, like a survivor survivor town, uh-huh. the more they're like, okay, you're bringing things in more often. You're bringing food. You're bringing scraps. You're bringing zombie ears. I guess we trust you more. We'll we'll let you look at more of our stuff. It's their oh, way okay. of locking. Oh, okay. You know, it's an, yeah, yeah, it's like an honor yeah. system. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Uh, Caitlin, what were we gonna say? How many hours have you been playing so um, far? I want to say probably like not not a whole lot. Maybe like four or five. Oh, okay. Yeah. Not a whole lot. I still have so much to explore. I've explored a very small amount of the map and I've been doing um, a lot of the story stuff. Not a lot, like a decent amount of the sto- story stuff. Um, and then some like just random exploration. Um, and the story is, I- I'm. it's funny because instead of just making you follow one main story, there'll be like multiple missions highlighted, but all of them look like their main story missions. I'm like, well, what, 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 do, what do, do I, I do? follow? <laughs> and then sometimes it's just like, oh, yeah, you can clear out this entire thing if you want. And it's like, okay, yeah, I guess I'll do that. Um, and yeah, I haven't encountered a horde yet. That's like the big thing I remember. Uh, I've just encountered like small groups of zombies or um, no, they're called freaks. They call them freaks. Yeah, they call them freaks. Yeah. yeah. They call them freaks, and they all look the same. They all look like these weird, bald, bald like, golem-looking uh, creatures. Precious. They're wearing different clothes. And they are wearing different clothes, yeah. but, like, they're all, like, bald. Zombies. Yeah. Golem zombies. Generic. <laughs> G- generic golem zombies. Except Ooh. this is the one thing that I have never seen in a zombie At uh, all, game. Ever. Mm-hmm. Children. <gasps> zombie <gasps> kids. Ooh. Isn't it nice. amazing? That are a holes. <laughs> just the worst. Like I'll just be like scrounging around, and then I hear like a little something. I, I look around. There's nothing, and then all of a sudden it jumps on top of me, and it's like just clawing at me. And I throw it off, and I have a bat, and then I go to hit it, thinking I'm gonna have to hit it a bunch of times. No, I hit it once, smash its head into the ground. I'm like, I just killed a child. It's just an <laughs> I just killed, killed a child. You killed a freak, it's not a, a child. It's a little sad, too, because it actually runs away from you yeah. at first. Uh-huh. Like, if it sees you, it's not going to, like, make direct contact no. unless you're right in its face they or if away. you're coming into its territory. Yeah. But mostly what it'll do is scurry, like a, like a cockroach or a rat or something, and get up on a <laughs> on a ceiling or get mm-hmm. up on a roof mm-hmm. um 
but they're, they're they are pretty easy to take down. <laughs> no, yeah, you know, like, they are children. They are the, children. The, the but, character has straight up said, "Yeah, that's right. Get out of here. Get out of here." And like you see them like running away from you. <laughs> Those are the noises. Those are the noises. Like, Mommy, help me in, in freak language. So it's just like got him, got him, got him, got him, got him, got him. That's it. I haven't seen they're Murlocs. I haven't seen any zombie game do that. Usually it's just game. Yeah, correct. Yes. it's just like oh, the kids all died. Yep. There's no, no kids. kids in this game. They all got eaten. Mm-hmm. Let's not think about it. Move on. Yeah. So <laughs> I was going to say, because like Walking Dead episode one. <laughs> episode one. Child. You see a child. Yeah. And he just, you see him murder a child on top of yeah. that. Yeah. So, or not murder, but you know. Yeah. yeah. Protect himself. So I got to ask, because yeah. I was not as much as you, but I got on board with this game a little while ago. I had it pre-ordered. Then the review scores came out, and I ran away like a scared little girl. <laughs> like like a scared zombie girl. <laughs> well, because the other game that I bought this year that I was back and forth on, I ended up buying, and I haven't played in probably months. So I was afraid this was going to be another that. Hey, Anthem's going to get better, okay? <laughs> just, just eventually. The, the two review scores, I, the first review scores I saw were like a 5 and a 6 out of 10. Is the game better than that, or is that extremely hyperbolic? Like I, they're saying that it gets very like the story is okay, but it's very repetitive and grindy and tedious to play through. I, I can't I can't say what it is yet. Okay. Yeah, I don't think I'm far enough. I haven't in. played far yeah, probably, enough. You probably have to ask him. Well, we can ask him next week. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I, I'll give you a numbered review next week. Yeah, next okay. week but I can give a more accurate review. I have had very unique moments in this game based okay. on the fact that it's an open world and a zombie game that I haven't gotten from any other zombie type game that I've played. Agreed. That sense of danger where you're just roaming the world and you're not doing a mission. You're just trying to get from point a to point b and it's up to you how you get there and just that kind of you really feel like anything could happen i come across a a supply depot i can raid it there may be some things in there or there may not be i need to get gas for my for my uh motorcycle and all i'm doing is trying to get into a gas station and get the gas it's fine when i get back there's a swarm at my motorcycle it's (laughs) just that randomness that open worlds have mixed with that zombie atmosphere Mm -hmm. um that's doing it for me and they give you three difficulties, easy, medium, hard, and you they lock you into it. You can't switch out once you're in, which is unfortunate. So I did a little research, and it said pretty much that if you go on hard, it's going to be that experience of, like, you get hit twice, and that's it. Like, you really have to be careful. You really have to survive. Uh-huh. And they said medium is more of, like, a fun arcade. Like, you'll take a couple hits, but you'll be able to, you know, beat up people and whatever. So yeah. there's some avenues for how you want to play the game but it has been really fun and mysterious just exploring the world knowing that anything could happen at any moment (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) and can go real bad yeah and you can fight or you can run away um which is uh really cool yeah fight or flight and sometimes i'll come across like zombies that start running towards me and i go nope no 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 and i jump on the bike and i just drive away just nope out of there and sometimes just nope out of there directly into a tree (laughs) because mechanics are not great i have run into a car and then zombies have (laughs) overtaken me and i go i was making a left turn but sure when you hit the car do lights go off or a siren or any like a car sometimes certain cars some cars have alarms yeah and you can open you can open the hood and then um turn it off Oh, dope. Yeah. Um, and you can open the trunks of cars to get like uh, supplies and stuff like that. Um, have you had a zombie pop out of the trunk yet? No. Yep. Really? I have. You have? Uh-huh. <laughs> oh. And I knew it was coming and it still got me. Oh, that is <laughs> every, yep. Watch out for those trunks. <laughs> that lady zombie came at me. I've, I've opened quite a few. and like, no, I'm Watch cool. out for that. 
Trump. Trump. Now I'm going <laughs> to be on alert. Now I'm going to just be super yeah. cautious of that. Yeah. Welcome to Days Gone. Uh, since there is a day-night cycle, which is kind of interesting. Oh, God. Um, I hate that day-night cycle, Every time you press man. pause, um, it says like 734 days gone from whenever the event was. Uh-huh. So as you play the game, it'll just keep ticking up whether or not you're doing missions or not. <laughs> yep. So you just have this kind of actual real-time scenario i guess moving forward okay and more come out at night yeah and they're a bit stronger yes does, does that time sing is that like a static it's always moving or is it like some video games where it's like oh i feel like it's been daytime for like 12 hours but now it's like nighttime for like three seconds and then it's back to day again um it's it, it moves okay. it moves yeah. consistently okay it's consistent yeah. okay. yeah cool uh, how about you, Troy? What did you end up playing this week? Mortal Kombat! Punch! Kick! Give me your eyeballs! Yeah, there it is. Tell me, Brian. Ripping out your spine. Ripping out your spine! Toweling off with it. Do you like fatalities? Yeah. Yeah? Caitlin, do you like brutalities? Ooh, I think so. Oh. Zach, do you like convoluted systems with a lot of currencies that don't make sense and then having to find different gems and slots and level up your gears over time but then those gears don't mean anything because you need new gears to level up over time and then you're all your characters have different moves so you don't really know uh, which moves go with which but you figure it out uh, in the end <laughs> yes all right well i have a game for you um yes. mortal kombat 11 is out the 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 you know, the latest installment of the 1990s classic historic fighting game, the bloodiest of bloodies, Mortal Kombat. Um, it's a fighting game and the <laughs> fighting is good. Yeah. Like it, you, if you like fighting games, this is a fighting game that you will enjoy. The moves are still crisp. The moves are still easy to, to learn. And mm-hmm. but, but still, there's a lot of depth within it um, to, to master uh, the the fighting feels good and it looks Fun and it feels as fun as it looks, which is all you want <laughs> yeah. in those games. Yeah, absolutely. I heard it had uh, an extremely in-depth uh, tutorial system, though. The tutorial system is really robust. Yeah, it, it goes through the, the the regular mechanics for the game, but then what it also does, it has modes that that allow you to understand what pros do, mm-hmm. like counting frames and what frame counting means, and wow. how to like actually understand it and they dumb it down for people like me who's very casual when it comes to these fighting games yeah um and make you feel like oh i kind of understand what pros are talking about or when they're actually playing these games Mm -hmm. at a professional level so the tutorial is really robust and it's detailed and it's easy to follow and um i honestly think it's probably one of the best things about the game um that being said i've played a lot of Mortal Kombat's in my life. Uh, and when they kind of rebooted the franchise or Mortal Kombat 9, I, I played that, Injustice Gods Among Us, Mortal Kombat 10, or X, Injustice 2. And to be honest, I am just really burned out on the fighting in that game. <laughs> okay. Because it's just, the, it's the same. Yeah, it's, it's the, the same, same yeah. move sets. They do different things. They're different qualities, sure. Mm-hmm. But I'm still pressing more or less the same uh, buttons and styles to do what I've been doing for for like ten years now. Yeah, it's still the same Nether uh, Nether Realm engine. Yeah, which which is great. Oh yeah, yeah, they're like they're, they they know what they're doing. Yeah. It's it's a great fighting game. I'm just a little burned out, and I feel like the game knows that because <laughs> every mode in that game, whether it's the classic tower mode or 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 uh, everything but the story mode, you can set to an AI where 
it just fights for you. <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. This is like the first fighting game made for people who don't really like fighting games. <laughs> wow. It's like, uh, it's, like, it's like fighting game manager. Yeah. Uh, yes. <laughs> yes. That's exactly what it's like. Yeah. And it may sound weird, but it's actually the only reason why I'm enjoying this game as much because I almost didn't get the game like, like you, Zach. I was kind of back and forth on it because I was just so burned out. I really got into Injustice 2. I joined guilds. I tried platinuming it, like daily check-ins. Oh, wow. I went as deep. I had like three mains. I like, Damn. I went in deep on Injustice 2, so I just wasn't ready for another one of these right now. But the fact that I don't actually have to fight that much makes, makes me enjoy all the other things in this game. And there is a lot to enjoy outside of fighting in this game, I think. Um, to be honest, it felt like um, like the story mode and, and what they do with the new crypt, the loot box mode... Um, like that felt to me like it was uh, either like dessert or like the the part of, of of a meal you enjoy, and the fighting was like the vegetables that you like have to do to like get through it, or <laughs> or like you have to do that to in order to 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 get to the things you want. Uh, you mentioned loot box system. Have you put any money in the game for loot boxes or anything just yet? Um, I haven't put any real money into any loot box systems. Um, but I l- tried to today, <laughs> and they, you can't. Oh. <laughs> so the way that loot boxes work in the Mortal Kombat universe is they have this thing called the crypt, and instead of you just getting like a drop of a random loot box, they hide them in a 3D-rendered kind of point-and-click adventure-type world that you have to navigate yourself. It's like a huge, expansive graveyard mountain, and you pretty much are, are a generic char- character, and you physically run through this area, ripping open boxes for for in-game money. Interesting. Now the boxes are littered everywhere, so it kind of feels like this Easter egg hunt. But <laughs> if you did Easter eggs, and then when you found an egg, like they took fifty bucks from you and said, "Now you can open it," <laughs> and you're like, "Oh, great, Reese's Better Cup, awesome." Or you could be like, "Whoa, a diamond!" It could, you don't know what you're gonna get in there. Yeah. Um. So. Uh, that mode is actually really fun because they they lock out certain parts of the crypt and there's puzzle elements to try and open them. If there's a wall here you can't get through, you need to find the hammer of Shao Kahn to knock it down to get to this, right, right. to get to the other side, to get Raiden's staff to put in this slot. I actually spent hours and hours just exploring these this like you know loot box world um, <laughs> without actually opening any because I ran out of money pretty quickly opening okay. them. Um, but it's cool. It's a cool way to do something like that, that mm-hmm. you don't have to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the game is dripping with nostalgia, literally dripping with bloody nostalgia. If you're, if you've ever played any of the other, uh, Mortal Kombat, um, games, it, it follows the story a storyline very nicely and does a lot of, um, nods to the earlier franchises. Um, the story mode is crazy as can be but so much fun it felt like a great just movie to watch and the way that it it unfolds with time travel bringing in characters from Mortal Kombat you know one through three to come meet their current selves having you know young Johnny Cage be a total like douchebag and then old Johnny Cage like slaps up the head is like is that really what I'm like and you're like yeah character (laughs) progression Uh, it's just really gnarly to see them play with their own franchise. Yeah, and isn't like the isn't the main bad person literally like pretty much time itself? Yes, she is the embodiment of time. Yeah, and wow. she is so mad at Raiden, the Thunder God, because the past two games he's been 
changing time to save the world. And she's like, nah, nah, I'm time. You're messing with me. You know what? You don't exist. <laughs> and so she set all these things into motion to eradicate Raiden from existence. Wow. So that he won't mess with her with her uh with her anymore. Yeah. Um it's so dumb. And it's so fun. So dumb but amazing. The story mode is always my favorite part of all of these Nether Realm, you know, last generation games. Um and this one delivers just as it should. Yeah. Um so yeah, it's a super fun game. It's really brutal. I think if I could give you 13 seconds of me of the audio of me playing this game, it's this. Ah. Oh. <laughs> ah. <laughs> that is literally just put that on a loop and that's <laughs> that's me playing that game entirely. Man, um, that sounds like my prom night. Hey. hey. <laughs> well, that's pretty awesome, man. Yeah. That sounds, can't, can't. That sounds great, but like weird. Cause, yeah. Because it's a fighting game that you don't enjoy the fighting for. <laughs> And yet I'm still enjoying and so you're, it. Yeah, and you're still enjoying it. I think that's it. just good game making. Yeah, no, that's great. That's <laughs> yeah. great. But that being said, come on over. I need some people to play. I was about yeah. to say, I'm like, I can't wait to check it out at your place. I'm not yeah. going to buy yeah. it. Yeah. So I'm glad you bought it. And you know it's great? I won't be that good at it because I'm not <laughs> playing the fighting. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Well, I guess I'll go next then, Caitlin. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> what have you been playing, Brian? I have been playing a game called Forager. Which mm. is came out on the PC. I think it's out for I think it's out for a couple other systems, or it's going to come out for Switch and a couple other systems. Mm. I can't remember for sure if it's out or not. But I, put, I got it on Steam. Uh, it, it's actually produced by Humble Bumble because uh, they have a production oh, cool. arm. Humble Bumble, which of which Humble Bumble is um, is Witcher Three. The people who do Witcher Three, they actually Project own Hum- CD. Yeah, Red. They yeah CD Red. They they oh. actually own Humble Bumble. Really? Oh wow. So. Technically, they're producing it, but they're not. Uh, but anyways, let's get back to the game. Uh, <laughs> Forager, though, it's a, it's a cute little indie game. It's like 20 bucks. Uh, but pra- basically, it's kind of like uh, capital capitalist, uh, what is it, uh, Stardew Valley, pretty much. <laughs> oh, okay. It has, uh, has, skill, you know, it has a skill project, pro- progression system, whereas you level up, and as you level up, you can unlock skills, of which those skills unlock like around them areas so you so you don't exactly know what the skill tree looks like until you unlock something around it Mm. so like if there's like four different areas like one of them's like the building one the other one is like a magic type place another one is commerce and the fourth one is i believe it's um i think it's like hunting or something like that so so depending on which which side you start to go to those things will start to unlock so you can be like oh I guess now I can get a bank in order to generate money for me in order to buy more lands in order to get a bunch of other things. So it's it's basically just you run around with the pickaxe and you you kill stuff and then you and then you uh you also craft things as well. So you can build a furnace, you can build an anvil and then cool. so what's cool. the the end game for uh, this? The end game is to build up enough money in order to buy all the lands around you, because uh, <laughs> and run everyone out of town. Everyone out of town. No, it's basically you <laughs> start with one. All. You start with one land, and it's surrounded by ocean, pretty much. And it's all like it's basically like eight bit. It's it's all very simple, but as you buy lands around you, uh, the lands actually pop up out of the ocean, and so oh. so oh. so you and then what the, what's on those lands are also different. So like you have temples. 
that can spawn on specific lands. So you go inside and now it's a dungeon. Now you, hmm. you go around and you kill things. And then once you're done with that, uh, once you kill the boss and that's the dungeons complete, it puts a little checkbox on the front and you get a little seal. And it's like, okay, cool. You, you, you did this. Good cool. job. So it, it, in, in, in every single land you unlock has something special about it. Uh, there's a little bit of puzzle mechanics as well that, that happen in it. Yeah. So like there's some lands that have like, um, it has, it has, it says like eight, four, three on like the left hand side of it. Okay. It's like, oh, this is weird. And then, like, I saw a couple more of them where it was, like, one of them, it was, you know, two, nine, seven on the top. And then to the right, it's, you know, it said a couple other things. And then when I got towards the end of the game, I found an island where oh. it was surrounded by by little switches on the top, left, right, and down uh, yeah. parts of the island. And I was like, huh, this is really weird. And I looked down, and it had the final piece that I was looking for, which was <laughs> the bottom parts of it. it was, like, one, two, and seven or something like uh-huh. that. I was like, oh, this is the order I have to set these switches in wow. order to unlock the treasure box. So I had to go back through all the lands in order to find, and I actually wrote it down on my phone uh, <laughs> with with what I had to do. And so I was like writing it down in my thing. I was like, all right, so this is the one, two thing, going over to the other land. And <laughs> and, and actually I was like, okay, so this is how I have to do it. So, and, 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 and so that was a fun little like, simple puzzle like the witness that, all over again yeah and but it's it's all like real simple like it's, <laughs> it's super simple like and that but that's how all it is it's just real simple tiny puzzles to get you to a little give you a little flavor okay but the main chunk of the game is foraging it's just getting foraging around getting material turning them into other things. turning them into other things which would then in in other in other things also turn to other things um so you just start with the pickaxe who do you but play then, as a person. Okay. You just, you just start as person. Uh, but as you, but you can also upgrade. You also upgrade your your weapons. You unlock new new tools and weapons. And then as you unlock those, you can also upgrade those as well. Okay. And as you upgrade them, they do more things. Like your pickaxe, eventually, like when you hit something, it sets it on fire. Oh <laughs> wow! It's, okay. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's, and then and then the final thing for your pickaxe is it explodes uh, around it. <laughs> <laughs> Which is great because if you're mining, uh, if you're mining, uh, what is it, resource or something like that? If you're if you're mining a rock, when that explodes, it anything around it also explodes. So it's like, oh, okay, great. Oh, this is makes life easier. Never, it makes yeah. things super easy. <laughs> Bomb ass. Yeah. So right, use that in Harvest Moon. And 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 the the entire thing, like all the achievements, are extremely super simple. Like it's only been out a couple of days, like I think five days. Uh, and I I went to check today, and I think I have like. 73 out of 86 achievements okay but when i checked the global the global stats or whatever uh three percent of the people have all of the achievements wow which is kind of high Mm -hmm. for you know these types of games especially an indie game right but because normally it's like 0.8 percent but this is like oh it's three percent oh yeah yeah, are you gonna do it yeah i'm I'm doing it (laughs) (laughs) but even then i have you know 73 out of 86 and i'm only eight hours through the game oh, it's wow. not an extremely long game it's okay. just oh, as you that, as yeah. you snowball it starts to snowball and you get more and more and more it seems okay. like a really relaxing game it yeah. is yeah. it's extremely relaxing so that's that's why i've been playing this nice. week well done. So, nice. so caitlin round it up uh, i have been playing tetris 99 because when i went to japan for two weeks i did not bring my switch with me shame and yeah but i played <laughs> tetris every chance i got but 
since I did not bring the switch with me, my skill has lowered a little bit. I can only get up to, I think the, the top I've hit since we've gotten back is 13. Boo. Yeah. So. <laughs> what you, I need to get back up there. You're our Tetris Grandmaster. Yeah. I know. I, what are you doing? I'm you got to carry us to victory. I will. Come don't on. worry. Come on. Okay. My shoulders can carry the burden. They oh, can. Yeah. Ed Boone's listening. <laughs> Come on, step it up. I will. I will. There I, will I be no Mortal Kombat 12 if you don't win. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> That's his rule. Well, I have to go out of town for a couple of days next week, so I might bring the switch with me then. So well, I, can... I might just do it. Well, yeah. I don't know how much time I'll have to play it. Uh, whatever. Like Shia LaBeouf and just, just do, do it. it. <laughs> <laughs> so hopefully, maybe then I'll I'll be able to play a little bit more. Fingers crossed. And get us up there. Yeah, yeah, please. Is there a community somewhere for all the 99ers? I'm sure. Is that what they call I actually know someone who, there was a tournament a few weeks back. A Tetris a 99 tournament? There was a Tetris yes, 99 tournament. And the top wow. 99 players in the world got like 10 bucks free Nintendo credit. Oh. And I think so. like the top 10 or 20, they actually flew out somewhere. And yeah, they, wow. they did it to tournament. a... Yeah. Yeah. It, it was legit. It, I did not even know about it until it was happening, but yeah. I know some people in a community I'm in online yeah. that uh, so once that, so I was jealous. Moral of the story is step it up, Caitlin. Yeah, I know. I got to. <laughs> they, they I got to step my game. Yeah, they call themselves the 90 miners. <laughs> <laughs> hey. you, made, you made me think of how like uh, in Destiny, the people who clear the trials of Osiris get that special area. There's oh, a special man, lounge yeah. for all the Tetris 99 champions. Yeah, we'll sure. never know. Yeah. <laughs> but, but it's in real life, I, though. Yeah. 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 I never experienced the Osiris, so I know the feeling. Yeah, neither did I. Yeah. Like, I experienced it through YouTube. That's how I yeah. saw it. And you went, ooh, that looks real nice. I'll never go there. Oh. <laughs> well, actually, there will be a quick break where I will, I, I need to try the new Avengers Fortnite thing. That's right. So I will be taking a small break from Tetris 99 to jump into that and start what playing that. What are they doing with that? I don't even know. Yeah, let's go into the news. Yeah, news, the first news, news, first news, thing. news, 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 news. So I guess... First thing, Fortnite crossed over with Avengers. Yeah, it did. Hard. Hard. Starting <laughs> on uh, Thursday. So everybody here saw Avengers, though, right? No. We all saw it. I didn't see yeah. it. You didn't see it at I all? Saw it. Yeah, yeah you, didn't you see it with someone? No, no. no he, oh. he, 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 he was watching his frozen lemonade. I was busy oh, eating frozen lemonade <laughs> <laughs> in the but, theater. But no, I saw it. But, uh, but yeah, so, there's a, it's, so it's because they've done the Thanos, Thanos crossover before. Yeah. yeah, they did that last Thanos. year with uh, Infinity. Uh, yeah, I was about to say, I remember that. You mean good old, good old Thanos. Thanos. God. Thanos. Hate that guy. Uh, Thanos. Thanos. Um, Thanos. Yeah, but it's th- th- a little Thanos. different this year, right? Yeah, this year, before it was uh, one person played the role of Thanos, mm-hmm. this year, everyone is a superpower or ultra-powerful villain. Okay. Oh, so wow. it's, In the game? It, in the game. It's, so- it's, instead of being 100 free-for-all, it's two teams of 20. Oh, Oh, yeah. usually cool. everyone gets 15, like a superhero, everyone... like an Avenger power. You get uh, triple the amount of health, and then you can. There's treasure maps with Avenger specific weapons like Iron Man's glove and Hawkeye's explosive bow and Captain America's shield. So oh, this wow, it okay. gets really yeah, and dope. The, and the, there's two different teams though. So you have basically the humans, which are searching for the Avengers weapons. But then the humans are also fighting off the villains, which are the uh, ch- uh, the Chitari. Yeah, that's really? how you say it. So everybody's a Chitari, but the first person who touches an Infinity Stone on the Chitari side becomes Thanos. 
Uh, uh, Thanos. Oh. Thanos. I'm, yeah. just go, I'm rolling with it. I'm rolling with <laughs> it. Go, go for it. <laughs> so, so they're gonna. So the first person who touches it becomes him, and mm-hmm. so, but so they're so they're trying to collect all of the Infinity Stones, and the other side's trying to prevent them from doing that. This sounds like yeah. fun. So. Am I gonna have to redown Fortnite? Redownload yes. Fortnite yeah. again? Yeah, you got to redown it, man. How many yeah. times am I gonna delete that off of my system <laughs> and redownload it? But, but it's not just that. They the Chitari side only has a certain number of respawns. They get a hundred lives, and the humans get unlimited, unlimited. lives. But, but the Chitari start out a little bit weaker than the humans. But as they collect Infinity Stones, oh. they get more power. This sounds like fun. The yeah. more systems that they put in it, I'm, I'm kind of more interested. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it's it, it's it sounded really awesome. Even I was like, man, am I gonna have to download Fortnite? <laughs> Listen, we can make a Taste of Dragons team. We could. Ooh, we could. Yeah. We all, could. Yeah, all, all five fun. of us. Fun yeah. Do so you right. still have Fortnite on your system? I Lewis? have to re-download it. Yeah, we oh, all have to. I deleted it. I have to re- <laughs> because I had to make space for like full games that I was playing. You have a Switch. Yeah, I guess. I like <laughs> playing it on my Switch better than my PS4, but I'll play it's, it on either. It's free on the Switch, too. It's free on everything. Right? It's free okay. everywhere. I'm just making free to sure, play. man, making sure. <laughs> uh, let's see here. What else in the news? Uh, Persona announced two new games. Yes. They 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 pretty much trolled everyone as well in the process. Uh, the it hurt. Yeah, they said that it was called a P5S, was like uh, the code name for everything. So <laughs> they're like, oh, Persona 5 Switch? It's gotta be it. Nah. What was it, Zach? Uh, it's Persona Five Scramble, the Phantom Strikers. Yeah, <laughs> which is that, basically Dynasty uh, Warriors Persona. Yep. Yep. It's funny. It it it. That's amazing. Like that's the <laughs> best bait and switch uh, ever. Yeah. It's on Switch it's still. But yeah. Oh, but it's not what you. <laughs> it's not truly Persona Five. Why. I wanted the Persona Five Golden whatever on Switch so bad. You're not gonna get that for but, a bit. No, no well, you're not gonna get it. No, it, but it should <laughs> have been day. though, because normally, because normally they release them like three years afterwards, yeah. after they initially release, and they do the golden edition or whatever, where it's all the DLC and it's and it adds a couple of extra things. Uh, not this time. <laughs> uh, well, it's coming out for PS4. Yes, oh. it's coming yeah. out for the PS4, but yeah. not for Switch. Uh, <laughs> One day it might. Japan's getting it this year. We're getting it undefined date, 2020. Oh, okay. Yeah, like he said, it's going to be like as Persona 4 Golden was to Persona 4. This is to Persona 5. Dopeness. New characters, new dungeons, new semester to school, new story beats. Yeah. You know, so New everything. New life. Persona 5, the RPG, Japanese RPG school fighting game. Yes. Yep, yes. That's, a, that's, a, that, that's, that's in your mind. Accurate. And relationship <laughs> simulator. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're not wrong. That's there, awesome. There was also a dancing game. It was really fun. Two dancing games. Yeah. Well, Persona Five only had one. Oh, it's true. But it was. It came out the same time Persona Three and Persona Four also has one. Yeah. That's what I was, that's why I meant by yeah. two because they came at the same time. They came yes. out in like a packet. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Or was that? Or was that? Oh, I thought you were gonna say something. Nothing. Okay. All right then. Uh, Xbox also announced a uh, a console with no DVD or Blu-ray drive, so it's basically just a digital console. Mm-hmm. So, but I think it's only gonna be like what two hundred bucks or something like that. It's two fifty, which 250? I find weird because you can get the regular Xbox for like two fifty right now. So I don't understand the bonus, but yeah, I don't know. Maybe it has a bigger hard drive. I don't know. I can't. I can't remember. But maybe yeah. it's smaller. 
Is it? It could be smaller. Could yeah. be. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, also Square took over Sony's E3 spot, correct? Yes. Maybe. I don't know if that time slot actually means anything to them or if that's just how they scheduled it. I but I made a little note here that uh, I, I'm pretty sure this is right. The last time we saw anything from Final Fantasy VII Remake was 2015 E3. You're, I think you're right. So... Uh, I think is it time to shine, or what are they going to do? At least, at least at E three, <laughs> correct? Yeah, because I think I've seen a couple of behind the scenes and a couple other things. Because I know they it. rebooted development at like two years after they even showed it, or something like that. Yes, so. they did. Yeah, once Final Fantasy fifteen was done, <laughs> they, just, gonna, they shuffled him over. We're not going to see that game because like, I don't <laughs> know what else Square has going on. They they got that that Avengers game they also announced forever ago that they've showed not even trailer for. Yeah. <laughs> That that that's this year to shine, man. I guess, yeah. That's yeah, it. Maybe they're gonna do it now. Maybe a kingdom, another Kingdom Hearts it's game. It's gonna come on the PS5. I actually, I if if a they're like, if they're still the square of old, I wouldn't be surprised to see a Final Fantasy 16 teaser. I wouldn't be surprised either. <laughs> no. and, and then it comes out in seven more years. And they'll probably tease uh, the the DLC that they keep talking about that's gonna come to Kingdom Hearts. Mm-hmm. I thought they already dropped. Uh, Critical Mode did come out. Yeah, I mean, Critical Mode came out. Story wise, yeah. oh, the yeah, story yeah. DLC. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Right. <laughs> They're gonna they're gonna announce the uh, they're gonna reannounce Final Fantasy fifteen DLC. <laughs> oh which, god! Oh god! Which man, I, like I I really do want to play the new one that they came out with, but mm. it was supposed to be a package deal with like two other ones. I can't remember what they were, but it's like man, I, I wanted to play like all three of those, even though I haven't <laughs> even played the other three that I downloaded. I'm done. And, I'm uh, done. Yeah, Troy was able <laughs> to finish it. I played that game. I platinum that game. I yeah. played all three of those chapters. Four of those chapters. And yeah. the extra stuff. I play some Assassin's Creed side story thing. Again, that was, I'm that, done. That was awesome. They, <laughs> it was like, it's been a year. Nope. It's been two years. Nope. Now there's Arden. They no. released an Arden more, man. No, I, I'm you not re-downloading re- Fortnite and Final Fantasy you, 15 you back into back. my console. Well, it's going to take up a lot less space, I'm just hey, saying. You also have the VR, so you could be playing Monsters oh. of the Deep. Yeah. Which what? is the fishing mini game? They they released uh, the fishing VR. Yeah, but that I didn't like the fishing in that game so much. <laughs> yeah, so but in VR, really? well, no. you suck. So. I know <laughs> it didn't do it for me. No, I got the legendary thing. Oh, of the course, legendary yeah, yeah. fish. Yeah, because you platinumed it. So. Yeah, but <laughs> you were forced I wasn't to. Happy about it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, begrudgingly. So yeah, <laughs> and uh, and then Zach, you had some of the console numbers. They released. Uh, Oh, yeah, I thought this was interesting. Uh, It's no secret. PS4 is, like, one of the best-selling consoles of all time. What? Like, literally just today, they announced they hit 96.8 million, which makes it the sixth best-selling console of all time. Console, device, handheld, all those things. Uh, So, I don't... When did PS4 come out again? 2016? uh, I have the... 2013. Yeah. PS4 came out in 2013. Yes. I had yes, the same. Sir. Are you yeah. kidding me? Isn't that nope, crazy? Yep. Nope. Six years ago. Wow. Yeah, man. No hey, wonder time... the PS5 is being announced. Yeah. yeah. Time flies when you're having fun, huh, guys? And I've had the same one. I've, I've oh, really? Had... You have a launch day? Yeah. Are you are you not a PlayStation 4 professional? Apparently not, man. <laughs> I don't got that. I don't got that pro money. Okay. All right, man. <laughs> I thought it'd be interesting to check your guys' knowledge. I uh, have the top five written down, and I want to see if any of you guys have a guess as to what they are. Okay, wait, wait, in which order do we need to? Uh, let's let's start with number one. Number one is Virtual Boy. <laughs> <laughs> Done. Neo Geo. <laughs> I'm gonna go Game Boy. Game Boy. I'm gonna say the DS. I'm going with PS2. 
It's the because I know it's two. PlayStation. It's PlayStation. Two. Oh, man, oh, man, the PlayStation I, I Two. Know this. They <laughs> weirdly didn't have a definitive number. They just stopped counting, I guess. That, but it sold more than 155 million. Wow. Damn. Yeah, I think they, I think they uh, the last the, one of the estimates I saw was like 180 million at right. some point. So. Wow. Yeah. And that flurry of answers, two, numbers two and three were both said. Yeah, well, okay. Well, I have to say DS now for number two. Number DS was number two. Oh, 154 yeah. million units. Yeah. Number three? Game Boy? Game Boy. All right. Game Boy and Game Boy Color were counted as one device at 100, almost 119 million. And then four and five. It's got to be the Wii. The Wii? The Wii is number five. Ooh, number five. 101.63. So number okay, four. I'm going to go with PlayStation. The PlayStation. Yeah. yeah. Solid choice. Yeah. Damn. Take that, Xbox. I was about to right? say, I'm like, like, Xbox not on that list. And, 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 oh, and man, Sony did, and Nintendo got it split. <laughs> why did Sega stop releasing systems? Oh. Oh. <laughs> right. Uh, and I th- also, just one more interesting fact, just to compare for this generation, uh, Xbox One also came out in 2013, and it sold 39.1 estimated units comparatively oh, no. to the 96.8 the PS4 sold. Yeah. And then Ooh. if we're counting the Switch as the same generation, which came out in 2017, has already sold 34.74. Oh, yeah. that oh, is wow. just... That's crushing. I'm yeah. sorry, Sea of Thieves. Yeah. <laughs> and that's why they're you. trying to go to streaming on their Switch, I'm sure. Like, oh, Microsoft sure. has been trying for a while to break into Japan. Yeah. They just can't Doesn't do it. Nope. Like, when we were over there, there's hardly anything for really? Xbox. Mm. When we yeah. were looking through, because we did all the video game, retro video game hunting, I didn't, I don't even recall seeing Xbox games anywhere. Yeah, I, I saw a couple here and there, but, but not, not. It was not. pretty much a PlayStation and Nintendo. Yeah, scarce. I yeah. even saw like Genesis and a bunch of older ones before I would see Xbox. an Xbox. Yeah. Damn. That's yeah, crushing. That's pretty crazy. Uh, so let's go on to our, uh, to our semi new topic, which is our dragon of the week. Yeah. Dragon of the week. Give us that. Say, I, I figured cool. uh, Troy probably wrote a theme song, right? <laughs> yep. This is it. I'm the dragon of the week. Yeah, don't be meek. I'm the dragon of the week. Come on, get that D of the week. Nice. Of the week. <laughs> Finish him. <laughs> I like it. And like then it, it just starts with your 13 second loop. And then it goes. Da, 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 da. Listen, I can't hear that song. Uh, <laughs> All right. Well, uh, Zach, you have our dragon of the week. Give correct? us that good stuff. I do. Give us that good, good. Uh, mm. Oh, wait. Let's explain what dragon of the week is real quick. Oh, you oh can do yeah, that? dragon of the week is. You know what, Troy? You're you're better at this. <laughs> <laughs> he was like totally not ready. For this. No, no, sorry. I know that's uh, why I said it. It was it was easy. Uh, Dragon of the week is a feature where we get to show a little love, throw a little love onto the industry of which we are here talking about. We are five friends who have been talking about video games at Taco Nights for <laughs> years, and now decided to record things. So. We want to throw a little love back onto the industry that has given us so much love. So Dragon of the Week is a way for us to highlight a professional from anywhere in the industry, whether it's big big uh, you know, developers or just an indie composer, whatever it may be, someone who we admire. So uh, every week we're going to try and have just someone in the industry who is, is cool. So this week, Zach's got a Dragon of the Week. So take it away, Zach. Yes, uh, mm-hmm. probably, I mean, not probably, the most uh, important guy in video games, or maybe just in general to me. I've followed his work as long as I've been a fan of video games. And uh, if you maybe have heard of him, his name is Nobuo Uematsu. 
That's exactly what his music sounds like. I knew it. No, when you when you sent that list over, I I like listened to. You have to check it out. Yeah, so preface preface to the audience. Maybe we could like share it in like a description link or something like that. I shared some of my favorite tracks since there's not like a really good way to. Throw music in here nah. without like being copywritten and sent to oblivion. <laughs> Nobu uh, Yumatsa is the freaking man. Uh, I, you know what? It's one of those things where I think about it. And I'm like, am I a cliche for being like bringing him in as such a fan? I'm like, no, he's no. the best. He's yeah, the he's best. awesome. He's the best. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go down a list of a bunch of information I wrote about him. Got, feel free to interject so I don't get along in the tooth or anything like that. Um, He's obviously he's most famous for writing uh, the music for the Final Fantasy franchise, specifically uh, mm-hmm. one through nine in the in their entirety by himself. Um, he's also contributed to Final Fantasy 10, 11, 12, 14, and fifteen. Um, he's contributed to at least eighty video game soundtracks, a little bit of anime as well. Uh, other notable games were uh, the Romancing Saga, uh, Chrono Trigger, Blue Dragon, Lost Gosh. Odyssey. Oh, so many good he games. He composed the yeah. Super Smash Brothers Brawl main theme. Come on, guy. <laughs> uh, the Last Story, Grand Blue Fantasy. Uh, he wrote the score for the Final Fantasy Fifteen Comrades DLC. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And yeah, I mean, it goes on and on and on. Uh, and then beyond that, he's like made his own rock groups that he's uh, made CDs with and toured with. He's like a cool dude on top of being he's like the coolest. Coolest. <laughs> yeah. on, top, on top of being a classical guy, he's yeah. a rock guy. Yes, and he's also really funny. Is he? Apparently, I don't, I don't know his jokes because Rumor he mostly speaks it. Japanese. But we saw but him. Laugh. We saw him in Japan. Really? For yes. a Final Fantasy concert and. He just kept spitting out jokes, and everyone kept laughing. I was like, "This must be amazing." <laughs> How old is this guy? About I, yeah, forever, sixties-ish. Yeah. I think sounds right. He, Did you say he's forever? Forever. How old is this guy? Forever. <laughs> he's, he's an immortal. Forever young. <laughs> forever sixty. And actually, what he was saying at the concert was, "Hey, everybody, just laugh, so everybody who doesn't understand me just <laughs> thinks the, I'm yeah, hilarious." The, the two white people in the yeah. <laughs> I see them. They're up top. <laughs> oh, he's exactly sixty. Caitlin just pulled up the information. Awesome. So. Oh man, fact uh, checking. Nice. Dude. Yeah, she mentioned we saw him in Japan uh, during at the Tokyo Philharmonic, and I've been fortunate enough to see him four times stateside. Not see him particularly. Orchestras perform his music. However, he did pitch in uh, at that last concert and actually played a little bit himself. Oh, wow. so. Zach, you're a true fan. Like, yeah, man. I- I've grown I... up with this music as well. I definitely, you know, when Napster was around, that was my first hits mm-hmm. <laughs> were, yeah. were his his pieces. Uh, but I haven't had the, the privilege of seeing him once, let alone Well, it's crazy. The times. first time that I did, I actually... Uh, was when I met my old roommate. Well, I mean, I knew him for a long time. I knew him because we played Final Fantasy XI online together for years. Okay. And uh, he's like, oh, there's this thing, Distant Worlds, that's going on in Chicago. Like, you want to go to it? And so he literally, like, drove from New York, stopped by, picked me up, and we went straight to Chicago. And that was... And I just sat there in a theater and I cried because yeah. I was like, I'm around my people. This is amazing. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And then uh, yeah, I see him now still and I still have, have the same reaction. So Fantastic. <laughs> yeah, that concert that he went to see him at was called Bra Bra Bra. Yes. And what does that stand for? Um, Ra Ra Ra. Well, they're, they're a yeah. brass ensemble yeah. uh, primarily, <laughs> so I assume it has something to do with that. Okay. Yeah, uh, okay. 
Oh, yeah, but more biography. Uh, he is a self-taught piano player from the age 11, so he never he never even had formal he, training in music. He's the coolest. That's, that's just not fair, man. Uh, as, as a teenager and growing up, he played in bands and composed TV commercial jingles. Um, he was actually approached by Squares. They came to him while he was working at a music rental shop, and they were like, hey, you want to help out with some projects? And he was Jeez. just like, oh yeah, God. I guess. I'll make some side cash, I guess. I'll help <laughs> this, is like, out. this is day one Square, though. So they're also not big yet. Yeah. Right. right. And, still, yeah. Well, that's it gets on to, because that, then you get into the history of Final Fantasy with that whole lore about that, about why it was called Final Fantasy, because they really needed it to be critical success because they were on the verge of going bankrupt. It was going to be their Final Fantasy. Yeah. (laughs) He met met Hironobu Sakaguchi, which is the the godfather of the franchise, and uh, they were lucky that that, that Final Fantasy 1 was a huge critical success. It's a good thing they made him an offer he couldn't refuse. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And he stayed, even though that was a side project, he worked with them from... However, I didn't do the math on when year that was, but he worked with them until about 2004 where he decided to break off and like do more personal things and whatnot. I say that, but then he continued to help them out with all those other Final Fantasy games I said that I mentioned. Um, He had his friendship with Sakaguchi who made uh, Mistwalker Studios. That's where he composed the soundtracks for Blue Dragon and Lost Odyssey, which is another one of my favorite games of all time. Right on. Um, And also the Smash Brothers Brawl theme was in there somewhere, which I didn't know he wrote that. Me neither. So when I said it to you guys, I was actually, because I don't have an affinity toward the Smash series like you guys do. So I thought Mm -hmm. you guys would get a huge kick out of that. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, I didn't um, know that either. <laughs> he uh, he was one of the first video game composers ever to appear in uh, this like Hall of Fame that recognizes classical music composers. And uh, Aerith theme from Final Fantasy VII was one of the first music pieces, video game music pieces, to ever be included in uh, a recognized thing like this. Cool. So um, that's a sad piece. <laughs> it's, it's it's amazing. It's the best piece. No, <laughs> it's, it's, it's no one winged angel. I know that's, it's hard to be one winged angel. No. You call it winged? I call it winged. Wow, you're so classical, I man. You get winged. Sh- Listen here, Thanos. Yeah. <laughs> Thanos winged. Man, beautiful yeah. work. Uh, his music speaks for itself to the point where in 2003, they started, that's when they first started doing concerts that were just dedicated to celebrating his music. And it culminated in what's Distant Worlds now, which started in 20, 2007, and it's still going on now. So it's just concerts that tour worldwide just to play the stuff that he's written. So I mm-hmm. think it's pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, like he's like, uh, Brian was saying, he's not just the classical guy. He's like the metal guy. Mm-hmm. He's like uh, super influenced by like uh, Jimi Hendrix and Elton John, but then also Tchaikovsky and mm-hmm. all, all kinds of stuff. The interesting tidbit is talking about Final Fantasy seven. Again, he apparently was inspired by um, Jimi Hendrix purple haze when he wrote uh, one winged angel. Right. I, I don't okay. see the inspiration there, but it's oh, fascinating. Totally. Really? The guitars rip in during, okay. during the middle of that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah that sweet Sephiroth in the background. Ooh, mm. like it's dope. Like that <laughs> old, that song is so good that uh, every single time they're uh, for the distant worlds specifically, they are contracted in. They have to play that song at every single stop. Yeah, really? Mm-hmm. Wow. Because they normally cycle out their songs, you know, yeah. for each stop. That way, you know, you don't know what you're going to expect. But there's that one, I think Eris theme, and a couple of other ones. I think there's like four or five songs that they are required to play at every single stop. That's that right, they, do. they should. Yeah. It just hit me, the Jimi Hendrix song, right? Uh, Purple Haze, it starts. Bram, 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 b
Yeah. That's how one winged right. angel starts. You're right. I yeah. did that. Man, I didn't think about that. Yeah. Uh, that, that just reminds me of one of my the best memories of him. If you get, you're lucky enough to go to a show that he's actually attending, he'll come out on stage with one winged angel and just like pump up the and crowd and get, and get you to and, get you to sing and, and, and stuff like that. He says he's a, he's a character. He has he has a sweet one one angel wing on. <laughs> yeah, he does. Just hanging off. Uh, it's dope. Uh, I just I also included that he's also so so like beloved because he's known for elevating other people's careers. Uh, one particular note was uh, there's a Chinese pop singer named Fei Wong who uh, had one of her like highest selling records of all time whenever she helped uh, sing the song that he wrote for Final Fantasy VIII called Eyes on Me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So and well, was, I got goosebumps yeah. just thinking of that so, song. Not only that, but he yeah, he not only does he make music, but at people he works with, he elevates their careers just by being involved with him, and it's amazing and God, inspirational. Um, I would I would be elevated if I was involved yeah. with him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, why I love him, uh, I guess if like I know Lewis, you you besides fifteen, you haven't played a Final Fantasy, so it's hard not. to get that. Yeah. His soundtracks, every, there's a lot of really great composers, but his soundtracks. I think are on another level in which the soundtracks to me are just as integral to telling stories of final fantasy as the characters and the writing and everything. He clearly has such a huge respect for the medium that he is thinking about not just a not, you know how, like when you watch movies, sometimes the music's just there in the background and it's that's, that's the purpose it serves. But he's like, no, I'm going to, write a song that defines every scene that's in. I'm going to write a song that defines this character. He, for the, especially those early games, he would write themes for every single character in the game. So when you heard that theme, you're like, Oh, I know who that, I know who that is kind of thing. Uh, it's just very identifiable. And I feel like when I hear his music, it's very, I, I know that I'm, I, I always have a hunch. I'm like, I think he probably wrote and, that. And, and, it, it. and it was genius, especially early on when you had limited animation, you couldn't, with a character, you couldn't emote everything about that character, and the text could only go so far. So with his music coming in for every character to have a, a, a musical theme for it, it actually informed the emotion of that character that you couldn't show at that time, which right. I think is one of the reasons why Final Fantasy has become such a such a hit. And I, I, I get a kick because I, to this day, a lot of those Final Fantasies I haven't played in years, but... If I put the soundtrack on, it's like I can play the game moment through moment through my head just yeah. by, by each track. I know exactly where it's going because the music is so tied to every moment of that game. And I don't know that. I mean, there are some other games like that, but I feel like everything he touches is like that. And that's what makes him stand out. It's it's incredible. And the, I wrote in all caps here. The thing that always blows my mind is he wrote a freaking opera for a video game. Final <laughs> Fantasy VI. There is an opera, a full, oh my full God. opera, and it is amazing. Wow. There's just nothing that he can't do if he doesn't want to do it. And he's just, he's awesome. I, you know, I literally have a picture framed on my wall when I met the guy. He's just, he cares about his fans. He cares about the medium as much as I do. So it made me really sad whenever he, I think it was last year, he said he was, not retiring, but stepping away from stuff for like personal health reasons wow. and stuff like that. He's so. probably going to become like a big cook now. I guess I'll start cooking. I've had enough of the music thing. Who wants omelets? <laughs> uh, yeah, he's he is just uh, uh, in every every type of flavor of amazing that you could possibly have. Like for me, why why I love this composer so much is his uh, daringness to be experimental. Mm-hmm. Um, he will try to blend genres together, like you mentioned, like you mentioned Stravinsky with Jimi Hendrix, with the the theme from Psycho. Like he'll just try things, uh, whatever it takes to get the emotion that he's going for. He will put together, 
and he's so distinct to mm-hmm. every single one of his tracks um, from each other. Yeah, maybe we're too nostalgic because <laughs> we kind of grew up with it, but I don't know. I think it's it, amazing. It could be, yeah. but some of it, you know, especially a lot of those old, old Final Fantasies, I didn't play till I was an older age. The, I grew up with the 7, 8, 9 era, which I, to me is some of his best work, but then again, like you said, it could be nostalgia. But going back and listening to old stuff, especially the limitations of the hardware at the time, the melodies he was able to compose and put on those on on those cartridges and whatnot. It, it's incredible what he was able to accomplish. I, you know, I actually take it back because because I remember when when you know when the, the we lived in the world where you could download anything for free for a little while. I downloaded his music, so I had actually heard the theme to Final Fantasy five and four mm-hmm. before I've ever even played the game. So I was he was actually my introduction to those games, and I right. would listen to the soundtracks at that time. There wasn't a way to play them if you didn't have access to some Japanese console or something. Mm -hmm. So then when I finally did play those games, when they got released for the DS or whatever, years and years later, I was already familiar with it in tonally just through his music mm. and that that's yeah a testament by itself yeah absolutely you're yeah, gonna say sure. something earlier caitlin well uh it's not just the nostalgia glasses i think it because like i personally i played the first final fantasy on on game boy advance but that's it for i like i've never played another final fantasy other than until i met zach uh and even then we've only played like the first two or three hours of final fantasy 7 and then maybe like the first two or three hours of Final Fantasy X, we keep meaning to go back to them. It that, just hasn't happened. Uh, <laughs> I was actually but, just thinking about that recently. We need to play that. Yeah, yeah. but <laughs> I've listened to a lot of his music because Zach will always pick him when we're playing, when we're driving in the car or something like that. And like, it's all awesome. I don't have them all memorized. You could be like, what is this track? And I'm like, it's from Final Fantasy, but I can't tell you which one. Yeah. But I like, it's all amazing. And I, I, I still like, I'll know the songs without knowing what games they're from and stuff like that. And it just, it, it's great. And it's, it's made me want to play the games more. I just, time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it doesn't even matter if he doesn't, you know, if he does truly retire um, he will still always be involved in those Final Fantasies because even in Final Fantasy seven, eight, nine, or whatever, all of his earlier tracks are still used in all of the newer oh, yeah, games. The oh, yeah. They're either yeah. they're either they're either remixed into it or there's some sort of you know uh, tonal harmony with it with a new track, uh, or it'll just be in there completely you know completely left alone. Uh, he, he will he will always have. Uh, uh, a touch on the future Final Fantasies, yeah. and and honestly, even beyond that, I've I've only played Final Fantasy fifteen. Unfortunately, I'm gonna go back and play the ones that they've released for Switch. But even beyond that, like you guys were describing, how he um, found a way to make music uh, elicit emotions that the technology couldn't do at the time. And um, a- after playing Hyperlight uh, Drifter, I was playing that game, and that game uses no text; it just uses images and music. Mm-hmm. And it'll use like one specific like piece of music that will just tell you that that this character is hurt, this character, this world is dying, and the people around you are suffering. Mm-hmm. And anytime I would hear it while playing, I would just be like, "Wow!" And that it's it's even though I haven't heard a lot of his music, it's obvious that it's an it's an it's an influence. Yeah, um, absolutely. You know, yeah. It kind of it. I mean, this is a personal thing for me, but what I've always said because even beyond video game music, I have always preferred to listen to instrumental music because I feel like when music is utilized effectively, it says more than 
dialogue or what Agreed. words can oh, say a hundred percent. Definitely. And you know, just looking at that list of songs I sent you guys again, it would be my, one of my very first memories of playing a video game is the opening to final fantasy seven, that bombing mission. And that bombing mission is still one of my favorite songs ever written. Oh, yeah. I get goosebumps when I still listen to that <laughs> song. I might not be able to remember the exact dialogue from those opening scenes, but I remember that and I know exactly what's going on and it just time and place thing. And it's, it's timeless. Yeah, yeah. for me, yeah. it's it's Aries theme. Like that one that has yeah. it has such a such an uplifting. Yet when you when you you know when it's used, it's like it can be simultaneously uplifting and like heartbreaking at the exact same time because it's used in both of those scenarios at different times. And then even when just reminiscing about her in the game, <laughs> or when they're celebrating her in the game, they still use the same music. And it could be the exact same part of it, and it's still it's one of those empoweringly imp- sad. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> is that your favorite of of his tracks? No, One Winged Angel. One Winged Angel. You yeah. Can't beat the no, you, like you that favorite Zach out of all. My absolute favorite. Obviously, it's the Chocobo theme song. I mean, come on. I mean, that's yeah. it. Always gets a response at the does. shows. It's a lot of fun. Oh, I love that one. It's amazing how many times he's iterated just on that theme. <laughs> it uh, is. But I, I think it actually might, as like a composition, the bombing mission. I think because it starts out with that da 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 da, and it's like setting up like a motion picture, but then it's da 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 da. You know, it's just like oh man, this it just I. I just the feeling of that game. It's like we're throwing you right in, and story wise, you're literally being terrorists and you're taking down this government thing. And it's just like if you're first time playing that game, you're like you don't know what the hell the greater story is. And that music is just like defining the right moment the for you. It's yeah. just like you yeah, know, yeah. just that constant. Mm-hmm. And then it when it cuts to that you know that battle themes, it's perfect. Um, the only other thing I would think that was close to it is um, it's it's usually the contest. What's the better? final boss theme it's one winged angel or dancing mad from final fantasy mm, six and yeah. i i love one winged angel but i think i i have to go dancing mad with the one of those two would have to be my favorite but hey everybody can be wrong <laughs> <laughs> uh how about you Trek? uh i i think my favorite of his tracks would be eyes on me because oh, i i, yeah. I it, that's in, from final fantasy eight mm-hmm. and when they first show it it's it's kind of in a, a bumbling uh, romance scene yeah. uh, in a ball, and yeah. there's no words to it. It's just it's just a waltz, mm-hmm. and uh, and just I remember actually like stopping and replaying that part over, like just scrubbing my save file just so I could hear just a progression. I just found it really lovely and just really beautiful, and I would, you know, as a middle schooler, go back and just listen to that to then find out that. It does have words. Yes, it does. <laughs> and it's also pretty good that way, too. Yeah. yeah the, so uh, I kind of got two in one with that, mm-hmm. like, one. <laughs> yeah, the last uh, Distant Worlds that came into town, they actually brought her in as well. Really? And she sang the song. She sang, like, three She songs? sang several songs because she's the singer that he goes back to. Yeah. But, yeah, she sang that song. And I yeah. was like, and I, I was trying to remember. I was like, man, I know this is, I know it's from eight. And I was like, yeah. I know it's familiar. But thankfully, they also have the screen behind it. And I was like, oh, that is where this That's is from. Moment. Man, this is such a good track. Yeah. I will say, even though I made the whole thing about instrumental, there are a few voice tracks, at least one in a lot of the Final Fantasies, later ones. And they're all great. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you get the eyes on me, melodies of life from the Final Fantasy Nine. Melodies of life, Final Fantasy Nine. Gosh. Yeah, that's really good. Uh, did, did he, was he involved in uh, Final Fantasy X 2? 
I don't think he was involved in that one. A thousand words go up through the distance. The musical RPG? Come on. That, that, that entire ten two is a musical masterpiece. I know. <laughs> Reaching you. YRP is the greatest girl group ever. <laughs> Totes. Uh, Caitlin, do you have a favorite track? Um, I think it's Bombing Mission. Boo. Or the Chocobo <laughs> one. The Chocobo one's like Brian my favorite. Brian does not allow copies. I no, don't. He's not allowing it. it it's, yeah, it's probably the first one I heard that actually like I remembered. Okay. No, no, when no, I started fair. like listening the to The Man them. with the Machine Gun. Say that one. The Man with the Machine Gun, <laughs> Brian. That one. That one's I on Final Fantasy A kick. Yeah. Uh, no, the, the Chocobo one I really like yeah, too though. Chocobo when they were doing fun. that concert, they're like, C, H. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's great. Uh, I would ask you, Lewis, but you haven't really listened to any of nope. the tracks. Yeah. Out of the ones I sent you, do you remember which ones you liked? I listen. I, I like just listen to them like once individually. I don't remember I titles. A, I have a list of oh. them right there. <laughs> just, just pick one. Just pick just one. Point. Just don't point. pick bombing mission, or, or Brian will judge you. <laughs> no, man, it's Chocobo. It's a Chocobo theme song. You don't have to look. It's the best. I genuinely. Don't Wait, remember. One Winged Angel's not even on this list. No. <laughs> no. What kind of list is this? Because I feel like everybody's heard One Winged Angel. Apparently not. Something else no. Come back to me next week. I'll listen to some stuff by then. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, we'll come back to you next week. Then, yeah. Uh, all right. Well, hats off to him. Yes. yes. Yeah. Hats Thanks, off. Zach, for bringing yeah. our right. Dragon of the Week. Dragon of the Week, yeah. who yeah. is? Nobuo Uromatsu. Good, because I can't pronounce I probably it. Butchered, yeah. I probably butchered it too. But no, that's fine. It's the best I can do. It's way better than I would have done. <laughs> well done. Well done. Well done. Uh, so, all right. Good week, everyone. Yeah. Good episode. A lovely week. I think A so. lovely week. week. I like yeah. that. So, but. once again, thank you for listening to Taste of Dragons this week. We record in Tate's Comics in sunny South Florida and are powered by our friends, the 3000 Brigade. Hey, yo. Yeah. Uh, we love you, 3000. Brigade. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can follow us on Taste of Dragons social media and websites. At Taste of Dragons. Everywhere. Everywhere. And then tasteofdragons.com. And you, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, tasteofdragons at gmail.com. Or gifts of cash. Yeah. Or Taste gifts of, of dragons. cash. Monetary <laughs> donations. <laughs> or emotional donations. Yes. Ooh, give yes. us. Yeah. Yes. And Lewis will be accepting physical donations. I will. Give me your emotional juice. Ew. Gross. Emotional. Ew. Ew. <laughs> again, again, prom night all over again. Yeah. <laughs> Lewis will be accepting donations in the form of frozen lemonade. Yes. Oh, man. Is that what you call it? Gross. Yeah. <laughs> it's so bitter. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, once again, my name is Brian. You can find me online um, at a bunch of different places. Good luck. <laughs> my name is Lewis. Uh, I don't exist. Just kidding. I don't know. Go. My name is Troy Davidson. You can find me at Eccentric on PSN. That's X-E-N-T-U-R-I-K. I play a lot of Overwatch. I'm also on Steam sometimes by the same name. See you online. I'm Zach. I'm Davis Slayer on most gaming things. That's D-A-E-V-A because no one ever spells it right. So there you go. <laughs> Good job choosing that hard to spell name, Zach. I know, right? Just like eccentric. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, well, middle, you know, when you're in high school. <laughs> <laughs> and then how about you? And then I keep it simple. I'm Caitlin. You can find me anywhere at Penny Lane DC. Except for that one place. Except for my email, which is not Penny Lane DC. 
Boo. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I don't need people to email. Or League of Legends. Don't give people your I f- email. I remembered that the other day that I didn't get Penny Lane DC on League of Legends either. Yeah. Oh, I forgot to ask you. So it's it's almost past spring. Has Nancy Drew come out yet? Listen, Brian, we don't talk about this because no, it hasn't. And uh, according to the Reddit boards... Uh, God, there are yester- Reddit boards. Yeah, there's a Reddit board. Uh, someone messaged the her interactive the other day and they were like, hey, you guys uh, either... Get off the pot, essentially, is what they said. Uh-huh. They were like, stop ch- dangling this this carrot in front of us. Either give us a release date or just say the game doesn't exist. Because at this point, no one believes it exists. And they just sent back like this two-line, thank you, we appreciate your email. Hopefully, we'll be able to let you know when when the 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 game comes out. Thank you for for following us. And it was like, no, this whole thing was about, you just sent me a copy and paste response. They were so angry, and the subreddit was angry, and I was angry. I will say... Dangling a carrot in front of you is the most apt, you know, uh, metaphor because almost nobody wants a carrot. Yeah. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Listen, you, you laugh, but you will uh, all be playing this game when it comes out. Caitlin well, we, has been hotly anticipating she the has. latest Nancy Drew game. She has, and we have all agreed up. to play it. Yes. So I, I look forward to playing it. Never. <laughs> never. <laughs> Let that carrot dangle, baby. It's going to dangle. The dangle of that dangle is going to be never. Dangle that no. dangle. <laughs> I am ready to play that game. I'm with you, Caitlin. No, no. Let's play some Nancy Drew. Done. Yeah. After we watch the movie. Yeah, which yeah. has already come out on DVD. Yeah, so I'll be getting that in the next couple of days. So we'll watch. <laughs> well, uh, once again, thanks for listening. Have a great week, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye. Woo! Hey. Everyone do their favorite Few Matsu songs. Do 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 do